How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Monday, September the 27th. My friends, I hope you had a tremendous weekend, and I am going to recap some of the stuff that happened over the last couple of days. Let's jump into it. The first thing that I want to talk about comes our way from GOG.com, because they've recently run into a little bit of controversy. So late last week, they introduced a new game to the platform. It's called Hitman Game of the Year Edition. Absolutely tremendous game. However, unfortunately, people started to have issues with this game and they started review bombing it because it has content locked behind DRM. Now, here's why this is important. GOG.com, its main selling point as a digital storefront is the fact that they sell games without DRM. If you don't know what DRM is, it's basically a system that they build into the game, which requires you to be online while you play. Developers will use it most often in order to prevent piracy, but it's also just something that inherently exists on other platforms like Steam and the Epic Game Store. So what GOG.com offers is the ability to just play the game no matter what. You'll just have the executable on your computer and you can disconnect from the internet, no problem. Well, here's the deal. With Hitman, you can technically play the game without any DRM. You can play through all the levels once, take out your targets, and you're done. However, the latest Hitman trilogy is really meant to be played as like this open-world sandbox game that you can revisit dozens of times, right? So you'll play through a map once, and then maybe you'll gain some experience points, unlock a new item, and then you can go back into that map and use that new item to maybe accomplish your task in a different way. Well, unfortunately for the GOG release, they locked progression and unlocks behind DRM. You need access to the internet in order to make any progress, which effectively neuters anybody who is trying to play the game offline consistently. Like I said, you can play through it once and have a good time, but that's not really how it's meant to be played. So anyway, this kind of release feels very uncharacteristic of GOG. You know, the whole reason the platform existed in the first place was to prevent stuff like this. So they've committed to formulating some kind of response over the next few weeks. We'll see what happens. But uh, what I'll say is that ultimately, if you don't mind having an always online connection, I highly recommend the Hitman games. Extraordinarily good fun. The remasters for the first Life is Strange and its prequel, Before the Storm, are going to be releasing on all major platforms on February 1st of next year. Now, this bundle of games was previously scheduled to release with the latest entry of Life is Strange, True Colors, on September 9th, just a few weeks ago, and it ended up getting delayed in order to relieve pressure on the development team. But what I'll say is that if you have not already, you should absolutely check out the Life is Strange series, especially the first game. And I think the remastered collection here is a great opportunity to jump into it, because they've made a lot of pretty good technological advancements for the series uh, since the first game came out. So kind of retroactively applying that will be good. But it's a very simple game, right? Very easy to to play. It's got a great story. And for some people, it's considered one of their favorites or one of the best adventure games of all time. So you don't want to miss out on that, I think. You are also still able to purchase the Life is Strange True Colors Ultimate Edition, which includes the remastered collection in with the game. Okay, and our last story today is that Fall Guys announced on Twitter that they are going to be receiving a Guinness World Record for being the most downloaded PlayStation Plus game of all time. Now, I think we knew this already. This isn't a a revelation. And also, the Guinness World Records aren't particularly relevant in 2021, I think. Uh, They have a number of issues surrounding that company and how they do business. 
I encourage you to check it out. But it is still an important achievement for the game, I think, and very fun to highlight. Uh, PlayStation, you know, they have over 45 million subscribers on PS Plus. And the fact that a non-AAA game is kind of taking the top spot, I think that's a big deal. Okay, so why did this happen? Well, I, I think you might remember the marketing for Fall Guys was huge, and it picked up a lot of attention. It's got this great, easy-to-understand concept of basically just Wipeout. It's got these very cute and funny characters. And, of course, I think it was a very unique entry that complemented the Battle Royale genre. On top of all of that, though, the most important factor is the fact that they gave it away on day one of release. And I think that is the reason why it overtakes games like Final Fantasy VII Remake, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, NBA 2K20, The Sims 4, right? Like, they give away some major, major games through PS Plus, but millions of people have already bought those games before it was given away, so... Anyway, just a neat achievement. It's still a great game, and it seems like they're going strong, and I hope they have continued success. My friends, we're out of time. Thank you so much for joining me. We'll be back with the news tomorrow, and until next time, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Hello. Yeah, I always found it weird how Hitman would lock progression behind... Well, okay, I mean, it's not locked behind an internet access, but it's... I don't know. It, it, I understand why they do it, because they want it to have integrations with their live ops events. So they'll do things where something is only available for seven days or... You know, Christmas comes around and they do some fun event around that, which is only available for a limited time. Obviously, those are going to require an internet connection because the game has to be updated. And if there are leaderboards, then those have to be updated. And the game just needs some way to detect that the event is happening, right? And I think progression is tied into those things somehow. But the thing is with Hitman, like, it really is a game that you don't need to play those live ops things. The maps are so huge, and there's so many challenges associated with them that, you know, it's a perfectly fine game without any of this special stuff going on. So the fact that it really gets bogged down in this GOG release, I mean, it's whatever, right? Like, if that's how you want to make your game, then some people just aren't going to be able to play it. That's fine. But you then you can't release it on GOG, right? Because GOG is meant to be this place that is not requiring an internet connection. And maybe you could sell the game as, like, Hitman Lite, where you remove all the online elements and you just make it this streamlined experience that you sell for a reduced price. You could see something like that on GOG, no problem. You know, playing through the entire Hitman maps with the base equipment without any unlocks, that's worth 10 bucks, I think, for sure. But it's not worth the full advertised price, because that's not the point of the game. Speaking of Hitman, I, uh, I was going through my storage today on my PC because I found that my hard drive was filling up pretty fast. And one of the biggest things that is still on my storage is Hitman 2. It's been installed there for like a year, a year and a half, where I've been kind of on and off playing the game. It's like 100 gigs, right? Like it's a huge game, especially with the, the first game's DLC. But I'm still refusing to uninstall it. I uninstalled a lot of other things to make room, so I'm not, you know, I'm fine. If I, ha if I really needed the room, then I would uninstall it, but... It just takes so long to install if I want to play the game, and I usually pick it up at least once every other week or so, just to play through a, a challenge or two. So, I don't know, anyway. Yeah, I cleared a lot of stuff off of my hard drive. I had a lot of, like, archive stuff of extra TGO videos that I've done in the past. Like, Kato Sep and I, we used to do uh, 
a weekly podcast, which is returning soon. And the videos of that just really took up a lot of space. I used to do video for this show, which I would put on the YouTube channel. And they were about 10 minutes long every day. You know, it's the main show plus this show. And I wouldn't even do anything special with the video. It would just be a static image. And even then, each video took up a little bit of space. And so the archive of, like, all the old videos really added up. So I had to shove that over to my external hard drive, which can carry a lot more. I actually found this great program a really long time ago. Uh, It's for Windows, but it's called Winderstat, which is Windows Directory Statistics. Winderstat. And it basically just... It's like a really easy way of finding all of the things on your computer which take up the most space. Anyway, I found it a long time ago, installed it, and then I put it in my taskbar. You know, that little thing in the bottom where you can put all the the programs? Because I knew I was going to forget what it was called, and I wouldn't be able to find it again. And so I just, you know, I needed to remember it was there. I normally don't put, put programs like that into the hotbar. I only put the ones that I use the most, but... Actually, I don't know if any of you are like this, but I don't have any icons on my desktop. All of my programs and my structuring is all through just the folder systems. I have like one folder which has, you know, it basically functions as the desktop with all the subfolders. And then I just go from there. And the only reason for that is just because I think it looks ugly. Like I I like to see my wallpapers, right? Also, I think it keeps me a little more organized. Anyway, uh, I'm out of here. Thanks for being here. Talk soon. See you.